We're good to go? Yep. All right, Kate, cheers. Cheers. It's a little tradition. Oh. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Um, we were connected, I think, through your brother-in-law, which had somehow found the, or discovered the podcast some yeah. way, somehow. Yes. Um, and you had reached out, um, which I appreciate. And I had taken a look at your Instagram. You had seemed to be doing a lot for the women in business. You've been doing a lot for the moms of Mammoth. Yeah. Um, and we had hopped on a Zoom. I loved your story and uh, I'm glad you're here tonight. Yeah, thank so you for welcome. having me. Thank you. <laughs> you're very, very welcome. So I, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. um, tonight we launched, or today we launched our Fireside application. Um, please, like Evan and I are doing this on our own dime. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, we want people to share this. Share it. You know, if you're a business owner and you're you're established and you have an interesting story, you'll fill out the application. Reach out to us. Someone on our team will get back to you within two days or so. Okay. Um, and we'll get them on. So, please, as you guys have all the audio and video from this next week, uh, share it with everybody in your community because absolutely it really helps us grow. Yeah helps the rankings. So let's start. You grew up in Hazlitt. Grew up in Hazlitt. Yep. I uh, moved to Hazlitt when I was seven. Um, my parents were divorced when I was four. Um, my mom got remarried and we lived, um, we lived in Union County for a bit and then moved to Hazlitt when I was in third grade, going into third grade. So I guess I was really eight. I don't really know how old I was, but I, yeah, I remember being seven. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I grew up in Hazlitt, went to Raritan. Did your mom remarry? My mom remarried, yeah, when I was four. So um, my stepdad was a, um, he's retired now, but uh, retired Elizabeth Fire Department uh, captain. My mom's a nurse. Shout out to the firefighters. Yes, yes. And, um, and then my dad also remarried and lived um, in Burlington County. So, you know, I see him every other weekend. You guys, you were close with all of them? Yeah, yeah, still am. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's like rare, I feel like nowadays. It's, yeah, I think you just have to put the time in, right? Like, yeah. to, you know, put the work in to see everyone, I guess. <laughs> just like everybody else. Yeah. Just like everything else, I should say. Yeah. So, you go through school. I'm going to fast track your life a little bit. You go mm -hmm. through school. Just from our brief conversation, it didn't seem like you loved school. Um, no. Tell us a little bit about your experience in high school and then going into your first year of college. Uh, so, I always excelled in school. I had the natural ability to you know, test well to do the kind of minimal effort and really kind of, you know, do, get, do, by. get by. Yeah, I got A's and B's and I didn't have to think much. I was in AP classes and, um, if, you know, my friends will inevitably watch this and a few of them will remember that I was very savvy at getting out of going to school, whether that be having mono or <laughs> Um, you were making up creative ideas. <laughs> Very creative. Um, See, you were much smaller than me. I just walked out of class and nice. walked off the premise. No, I was allowed to not be there, but I, I think collectively, to be completely, um, uh, you know, candid, I went to high school for probably like two and a half years, <laughs> but Good graduated, went all four, but like I, I just, I, I did, I did genuinely have mono twice, but I definitely milked it. <laughs> um, I just didn't want to, I just wasn't into it. Did I you, wasn't being challenged and I just didn't, did it you wasn't for me. Did you feel like it was just a complete waste of your time? Cause some yeah. people would challenge you Without and be like, well, what do you know at 14 years old? Cause that's what I was being told. Mm -hmm. And I push back on teachers a lot. You we were just talking to my wife. She's a special ed teacher, actually in the district, your son yeah, goes. Yeah, my son, right? Um, 
So I, I had teachers tell me that too, and I have a few of them that I'm going to have on the podcast to have those discussions. But I myself also felt like this is a waste of time. And the more you tell me I'm not going to succeed, the more I'm going to crush it. And I just never felt like high school was for me. So I fully understand you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always worked in high school at restaurants and I kind of fell in love with the hospitality world. I loved the people, I loved that. You know, we all had to have this common thread of, you know, we all need to eat, right? And I just really loved, um, I loved the people I worked with. It was so much fun. I worked at Outback Steakhouse mostly um, in Middletown for most of high school and a few, like a few couple other ones when I was younger. Um, so I went to, I ended up going to um, East Stroudsburg for the first year of college and majored in hospitality. And that's what I always wanted to do. I wanted, to, I thought I wanted to own a restaurant. Of course. Um, I, you know, I, uh, threw myself actually bizarrely enough when I went to East Strasburg into school. Mm -hmm. I was on the dean's list. I was going to every class. I was obsessed with be. I, I became actually like a completely different person than I was in school. I think because you know I was doing something that was interesting to me or that I loved and I was driven. It was to, pulling you, know, you, not pushing you. Exactly. Yeah. So that's awesome. So you didn't finish East Strasburg, right? No. You, you had said. I'm done with this, and you had a, you had a, a uh, curveball come into your life. Yeah, yeah. Tell so, us a little bit about that. Uh, I um, went there for a year, and I actually roomed with my best friend from high school, and she was going there for teaching. I was going there for hospitality, and oddly enough, East Strasburg, I don't know if it's the same now. This is uh, 19, 20 years ago. Um, they, that was what they were known for, is hospitality and education. So it kind of fit, fit us and we were there, but if anyone knows the Poconos in, in Pennsylvania, I, I didn't know anything about PA, you know, it's a great area, but it was, I like a little bit more, just like, you know, I mean, I'm not a big city person, but I like the little bit more happening. Stuff and it going was, on, yeah. It was very like desolate and there wasn't much to do. So we didn't like, we both didn't like it. So we decided to go to Rutgers and we both applied, we we're gonna to go to Rutgers together, we went home, and I had a boyfriend at the time and I ended up um, getting pregnant with my son and she ended up going to Rutgers. And how old were you at the time? <laughs> so I was, um, I was 19 when I got pregnant, I was 20 when I had him, yeah. Now, what were you thinking at that time, right? So for the young you know, lady that's watching that maybe is in that predicament right now, 20, 21 years old, you know, what, what was going through your mind? What were some of the fears? So I, remember thinking the, the one thing that was so important to me was that I was going to not not conform to that stigma of being a single oh, I'm sorry no, I, I wasn't single we, we did get the his father and I did marry and we did not stay together but we did marry um, I didn't want to be perceived as the young mom right that you know didn't have a future or, or my life was over because I got pregnant in college um, and I was very very uh, very, you know, um, driven, driven to, to, to not have that, um, you know, to not feel that way about myself. Um, so, you know, we, uh, we had an apartment and he worked and then, you know, we actually bought, um, like an affordable housing condo in Homedale. Mm -hmm. Um, and unfortunately it didn't, you know, it didn't work out. So I was, my parents were so nice and gracious to, um, have my son and I live in their house for, most of my 20s actually and I went back home and I was 23 when we got divorced and I said listen I don't 
I don't know if I want to be married. You're I don't know anything. I'm yeah. 23. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, so I, I went back home and I knew I wanted to be something, but I just didn't know what that was. Now you were working in the restaurant industry still at that time? I was bartending and waiting tables mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of in that. The, for those that have worked in that industry, you know, you kind of get caught in that like of wheel of like being in that world, you know, that environment. It's fun. Um, but at a young age, too, you're bringing on and and bringing in a lot of you cash. You make money. Oh, yeah. yeah. You make money. Yeah, you make so, a lot of money. So I did that for a while. And then I'll never forget, I was maybe like 24 or 25. This is like a monumental moment in my life. And it was really not significant at all, but it just happened. And a I was shift. on the beach in Fort Lauderdale. And I'd never been on spring break before because I didn't go to real college, right? Or I didn't finish college. So I didn't end up going to spring break. So I was with two girls who I worked with in a restaurant. And we were sitting on the beach. And it was just the middle of the day. And I said, hey, guys, when I get back, I'm going to quit the bar that we were working at and I'm gonna go get a job as an event coordinator like that's what I want to do and I did and I left and I within a month my mom always says I'm like very I'm very good at finding roles for myself like if I want something I just go find it and I end up in that role um for that's whatever reason trait. yeah I guess so I yeah. mean you know not every role I couldn't be you know but with within make my it skill happen. set I make it happen so I went to um I found this restaurant in Bernardsville, which is, you know, yeah. in Somerset County. And they were hiring an event coordinator and I sold them and I said, you know, I had some previous experience like working in catering and a little bit of like sales and stuff. So I fit the bill and they saw that I was a hard worker and that I could, you know, I'm, I could figure it out. And they made me a manager and I was working with, um, you know, Bernersville's very like old money. It's yeah. very, you know, so even as a manager, they kind of look at you like you're the help. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was a, it was an invaluable. And you're young. Yeah, I was young. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was an invaluable experience. I'll, I will never forget my son Shane was in kindergarten. I had off on Tuesdays, and between um, my ex's parents, who were very involved in helping me raise him, and my parents, like I just made it work and I, I thought that I thought this is like the best job you know ever mm -hmm. at the time and I was you know I was making nothing and they were it, I was being overworked and completely underpaid but I learned a ton and you know I think everything's a stepping stone that's like the biggest piece I that, fully agree so. I fully yeah. agree that that's that's awesome and then you were still in that industry and you were obviously dealing with a lot of liquor and wine yeah. reps yeah and as these people would come in you're like hmm I can do what this guy or girl is doing, you know, why not me? Yeah, and exactly. Tell me kind of how you fell into that or the route you took to, again, go create a position for yourself. Well, so that's what it was. I saw wine reps coming in and they were, you know, I saw the flexibility that they had and obviously, you know, any, still to this day when I say I used to sell wine, oh, that's a cool job, you know. Yeah, it is, it, it is a cool job in that you get to taste wine, yeah. <laughs> but it's still a job. Um, and, um, so, and it was also at the time a very lucrative job mm -hmm. to, um, you, you can make good money selling yeah. in the liquor industry. Those jobs don't exist anymore, or if they do, they're highly coveted and, um, you know, it, it's just a different world. So when I got into it, you know, I spent a decade in, in wholesale wine sales. So I, you know, uh, managed, uh, you know, different territories. I worked for distributors, whole, you know, on the supplier side, um, traveled. Did you work for any wineries direct? Uh, technically, yes, but um, I work. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, um, but not like 
Any big names people would recognize? No, not, yeah. I usually worked for like very niche brands or I worked for like distributors, like I worked for Shorepoint distributors and yep. Freehold. Yep. Um, very, you know, they're all very good friends of mine. Um, but, uh, but as you move up the ranks and you see what's possible in the hours that you're working, I always wanted more and I wanted a certain lifestyle for myself and I just saw myself in a different, you know, just in a different world and I didn't see that happening for, um, you know, what I wanted out of my so life. So you did that for 10 years? Oh yeah, a little over 10 years, yeah. It financed your life. When did you meet? My husband. Blue. So I, um, I spent most of my 20s single and then I met him when I was about to turn 30. Um, and that was, uh, yeah, that happened pretty quickly. We he got was, married. He was playing baseball, right? Yeah, he was playing baseball and had just retired um, from uh, his baseball career. Spent most of his 20s, so he was th he's a year older, he's 30. He was 30 at the time. And, um, and then we had our daughter, uh, Grace. So I was still working in wine when I met Lou. Um, so between yeah. you guys, you have three children, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, tell us a little bit quickly about your three kids. Yeah, uh, so my daughter is seven, Grace, and she's a pistol. She's a big personality. We we all, um, you know, we work for her. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, we work for Colton. <laughs> and um, uh, Brianna is 15, and she lives in Maryland and um, is, you know, with us once a month, which is really nice. And then uh, my son, who um, obviously I spoke about a bunch yeah. earlier, is going to be 18 on Saturday. There yeah. you go. Happy so. birthday. Yeah crazy can't believe it so as you were coming to the end of the career in selling wine what did you or how did you discover local moms how did you run into the owner how did you fall into this am i jumping ahead or that was no, at that point pretty is, much yeah. yeah um i was very frustrated it was may of 2018 I was really frustrated with so many different things but mostly you know money right like just you know it's an expensive area and i just felt like all we did was work and we just it was just never enough and let's talk about that briefly sure because i think that's a really good point i think a lot of times you know there's a little bit of a stigma for the people who aren't business owners looking at the business owners and not not all of them mm -hmm. but they're like why is this person working so hard or why do they want to make all this money it's because we want to obtain a lifestyle and a, a financial independence for our family that we desire to have. Would yeah. you agree with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm. It's expensive to live in Ocean Monmouth County nowadays, is. especially yeah. in Monmouth County. Right. You know, I'm not asking to. You know, I mean, and to each his own. I to to me, I that would be nice. But my goal is not to make millions of dollars. Right. Right. But it's I freedom. also. But I want to be comfortable. I want to be very comfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. And I did not feel as though I was on that trajectory at the time. So I found the opportunity for the Mammoth Moms, which I founded um, through the local Moms Network. It's a parent company that started in Greenwich, Connecticut. In short, it's a resource website for parents across the country. There's over 100 businesses across our network. And the opportunity was um, to start your own business from scratch, right? So I saw the opportunity in a parent group on Facebook and I said, that's a really good idea. Like I thought there would be droves of people applying. Like uh, that's what I thought. I was, I couldn't believe they that I was the only mindset. one. <laughs> that I, I, I was like, wait, so you're just gonna, um, so there is no investment. It's not a franchise, but you do have to build it 
from scratch, right? Yeah. So you have to, there, there's a number of factors that go into it. But it's your own investment, your own energy, your own time. Your own time, yeah. right? Your own time. So like anything, it takes, it took most businesses, right? Three years to, to be profitable. And that's basically what it took. Now you, you had this kind of start prior to COVID. You were looking to have a little bit more flexibility in your life be able to make a little bit more money to exactly. get to that lifestyle you and your family desire and then COVID hits right and you're going what is going on here were you still selling wine at the time so uh no so I'd quit um wine in 2019 and I went to go sell software I my my husband was saying you know you can sell anything just go sell something that's you know going to make you more money who cares mm -hmm. and I thought maybe you're right you know what maybe I just got to get out of the hospitality mindset and, you know, just kind of go into something more open-minded. And I was selling software to engineers and it was the bane of my existence. I mm. hated Mondays and I love to work. You yeah. put, I, I love to work. This is like my literal favorite thing to do is go to work. I love Mondays, like, and I hated them because it wasn't, it wasn't me. Um, you know, to me, I didn't understand the, the product really. Like it was a very involved product to sell to engineers and you know, solution-based selling and convincing them why yeah. they need to change what they've been doing for 20 Create years. Create a problem and yeah, then exactly. give them a solution. Um, and I was not compelling enough and because I didn't know enough and I didn't, you didn't believe in it. I didn't care to know enough, you know, yeah. so it was just this like every, I did it for two years and it was really hard. And I actually loved who I worked with, but um, it was challenging and I wasn't hit for the first time ever. I wasn't hitting my goal. Like I, <laughs> it's just a mess there. So I was building Mammoth on the side, but really not convinced until COVID hit that it was something that could actually make, you know, could be something I could do full time. Right. And I wasn't sure of, the, of what the opportunity was. The company itself was in its infancy. And I, during COVID had more time to obviously apply to, to building it and working through it. And the last six months of 2020 is when I really started to see that this could be something that I could take to like a, a serious next level. So I did. So tell me a little bit about the local moms. I know you briefly said it before. Give us a little snapshot of what it actually embodies and, and what you actually do, the value you bring to the community. Sure. So the local moms network, and I, I run the Mammoth Moms, which is my business, is a resource website for busy parents in Monmouth County. And we provide streamlined access to information about local resources, activities, events, Everything, resources, what, what type of resources? Anything that you would need uh, raising a family in your community, right? So, to, you know, we, earlier you talked to me about how you had a contractor to look at the pavement, right? And in the front of your front yard, yep. right? So contractors is a big one. We, we focus on a lot of different things. Shout but, out to Riptide. Okay. I yeah. want a deal now on my concrete. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, right, how do you find credible credible businesses, right? Our, our whole, our tagline is giving moms the gift of time. And it's, a, 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 you know, a, there was a void within each community, I think, of accessing information, right? What are we doing this weekend? You know, well, what about Angie's List? Well, Angie's List is, but that's as, um, contractor-based. It's, it's, it's contractor-based, but it's also, I mean, I, I, you know, on the flip side of that, I, my husband for a brief time had a painting business and, you know, you pay to be on it, right? And like, I know that they, it's review-based and stuff like that, but I think that this in particular is a bit more, it's curated to have a hyper-local um, feel and touch. Feel, and also like, I'm very, you're involved. I'm involved and I also research all the companies that I work with. I don't let anyone anyone just advertise with me and I don't put just anyone on the site, right? Like I look to see, you know, through parent groups who has 
said what about different companies, and I'll you know I'll look on the Google reviews. You're finding the gossip. Yeah, kind You're of. You're in the gossip yeah. girls. <laughs> uh, pretty much. <laughs> um, so we so Fireside and WCC, we are totally very good. We're good. We behave. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll add you to the site. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, so it, it's really evolved since then, um, but it it be it mostly is. It's a website. We have our social media. We have our newsletter subscribers, but it's. Um, it's a lot of different things, right? We try Does to it capture... talk about community events. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I have events now. Um, we we really try to capture the whole cycle of motherhood, so we don't specifically focus just on kids or just on, you know, what to do with kids. It's really kind of trying to figure out what moms are looking for and dads too. Dads follow me. I have businesses follow me, um, but. Mostly, you know, what you would need, you know, either seasonally, uh, we do all kinds of different guides. So a summer fun guide or, um, you know, a preschool guide or private schools or um, even stuff to do, you know, for, with your partner, right? Just on the weekend, stuff like that. Um, now, so if I'm not to cut you off, if I'm someone who's a thinker and I think deep, you know, what gives you the authority to say, hey, this is a good private school and this is not, this is a... Because you know, this is the things that come to people's mind, right? I'm sure you've right. dealt with these types of questions. So, good point. Um, I try to keep it as comprehensive as possible. So I don't list everyone, but I do list most. So we have a whole resource section where it's not not everything is paid to and be And it's up there. to you to do your due diligence. Isn't that true? Yeah, yeah. without a doubt. Um, but I do, you know, when I, it's funny that you said that. When I first started, they said, well, how are you going to do that? And I said, I'm just going to list as much as possible. I love to work, so I li I'm, I spend tons of time just making sure that researching. there's researching, right? Like making sure that people are going to use my site versus Google, versus Facebook, versus asking for their, their friends. So if they trust me as a credible resource, you know, because I continue to deliver that, then that, you know, and, it, and it's not just swayed in a certain way, of right? Of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it can be tricky. I, I don't know everything about every business. Life so. is busy. Right. So to have any type of business that creates a one-stop shop and you're happy with right. what you purchased, um, people are going to continue to show back up, which obviously you continue to grow. I think you said your first month while you still had a full-time job was like $40,000 in, in ads that were purchased through local businesses. Um, my first, uh, the, for the last half of 2020, yeah. Is when, when I sold. Oh yeah, no, I mean it was incredible growth. I I, I went from selling virtually, you know, uh, like I'll never forget the first advertisers that you know had a little faith in me. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, and then I've taken it over, you know, to six figures in 2021, and I'm excited to to double in growth this year. So. That's amazing. And yeah. you actually hold a director role with the parent company, correct? Yes. So I am the director of sales for the local moms network, and in my decision to leave my role in my coveted, lovely job in software sales, I, um, you know, it was scary for me. I, I am, I think like many women that, it took me a long time to really like make that jump because I'm now responsible for my, you know, my own income, right? If I don't, you know, sell. You eat what you kill. Exactly, it's, it's scary and I, didn't have the upbringing, you know, around, you know, my parents weren't business owners. I didn't have that, like that um, environment where it was, you know, um, I wasn't guided in that way, right? So it was really just my own, you know, coming of, of who, who I am to really take that leap and believe in myself to be able to, to achieve that. And 
you know, had I had that, even, you know, when I had my son when I was younger, now I, I think, you know, the sky is the limit. Yeah. You know, you really make that jump and you're like, yeah. There's you, something that happens to you. you. I tell people there's something yeah. that happens to you that changes in your whole entire mindset and mind, body, and soul. I, I don't know what it is. I wish I could put a, a, yeah. a, a term to it, but it just turns on and now you're like, it's up to me. And it's a overwhelming feeling yeah. if you let it be overwhelming mm -hmm. or you take that energy and you hyper focus it in a positive area at least that's what I do right um, and I was brought up the same way you know shout out to my parents that worked very hard right. and I, I'm blessed to have a roof over my head when I was a kid but we were definitely probably on the lower end of the of the middle class spectrum my dad was a truck driver my mom worked really hard as uh, an activities person inside nursing homes. Okay. Um, so I had no business owners around me. I had a lot of friends, dads that drove trucks, you know, dug ditches. And uh, somehow through this boat racing circuit that I got into through my buddy Chris Carbone and a couple of friends, uh, I met this gentleman, Dave Rabe, you know, rest in peace. He, he passed away at this boat race a few years ago in Point Pleasant. Okay. Um, but he started to kind of get that mind sh and he was just peppering me, you're soft you're soft, you're soft, take the leap, take the leap, take the leap. And it was scary. You know, when you go from, Hey, I can go trade my time for money. Cause that's what most of us do in this rat race. Um, we're really taught from and conditioned. Yeah. And conditioned from childhood to go to school, go to work. And this is how you're going to obtain the American dream, which yep. is buy a house and a nice cedar fence and, and a backyard with a pool. Um, and I personally couldn't disagree with that more. And I love, and I love, and this is why we have done this, when people like yourself take that leap of faith and you're finding the success. And you know why you're finding success? Not because you're going and selling people, because you're providing value. Exactly, oh my, I say that all the time to, you know, to the moms who I, I coach in sales. You know, if you're not providing value, you know, not to be oh all the leads come to me but i do you know i have a i've set up a great business and i i love it and i will continue to deliver that value because i know that it's not going to work if i don't right so you're but, becoming the hunted yeah right right so jumping back in we take a little break there i didn't refill the bourbon now i promise i still have the same one from when i started it's <laughs> yeah. melting yeah you did not <laughs> i've been behaving i've been behaving i did that 75 hard i really did 55 hard but uh i keep hearing all about this i know so many people that have done it it reset my drinking shower, crazy thing is that involved so that's that's like live hard that's like the next okay. the next phase can't of it do the cold, can't do the but cold i do shower. the cold showers recently i had mm -hmm. a stomach virus last week and uh i was forcing myself to take cold showers and it really is like at first, I thought I was going to pass out. I was like, I better breathe because I had to like hold on to the wall. But uh, long story short, 75 Hard reset my drinking. You know, from a young age, you kind of get into drinking. As you know, in the restaurant industry, you know, by no means was alcohol controlling my life. But I was in sales. I'm entertaining. You know, it just kind of becomes regular. Yeah. And I had a son and I'm married and I have a second kid on the way. I'm like, I need to do this 75 Hard. And... What happened to me is my wife and I went away to Vermont you know, about a month ago now. Explain real quick what it is. Yeah, 75 hard. Um, so you have to do, for the people who don't know, you have to do two workouts a day for 45 minutes minimum. Okay. One has to be outdoors, no matter what the outdoor weather is. Um, you know, pretty much to the degree that there has to be like a T5 tornado coming through your neighborhood 
for you to not work out outside. Mm -hmm. um, you have to drink at least a gallon of water. That's good. Yeah, you have to follow some type of diet, any diet. It doesn't okay. have to be anything specific, but whatever may work for your body type. Um, you have to take a progress pic every day and you have to read at least 10 pages. Now, some people may say like, oh, that's not terrible, but when you're trying to fit in two workouts. Two is a lot. As a business owner, a dad, a husband, or a mom, a wife, yep. it, it becomes extremely difficult. Yeah. Um, but it really helped me kind of reset my drinking. And now if I have like more than two and a half bourbons, I'm like hammered. Like I shouldn't be talking on screen. Oh, interesting. Actually, a few weeks ago, Evan and I we were interviewing Evan and telling his story. And oh. people stopped by and there was a fire down the road. Sirens are going off. So we had to turn off the cameras. And before you know it, him and I both were like wasted. We're like, we we can't put this out. This is yeah. terrible. <laughs> That's so funny. We look like idiots. Oh, my God. Um, but I digress. That's my ADHD. Nice. So talking more about your business and what you exactly do. So you sell ads. Yes. What do those ads do? Where do they go? It's on the website, obviously. Right. It's on your Instagram. What do those typically cost? What do the packages look like? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So, I mean, the front end of my business, obviously, you know, is the is the information side, right? I provide information to, to local parents in the community. And with that, there's different, it's a platform, right? So we have different... Um, Something's got to pay the bills. At, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I put a lot of work into it and um, literally, you know... There's a ton of information tons on there. Of, you know, lots, most nights I rarely take weekends off. And when I say that, it's not like, you know, a few hours on a Saturday morning. It's, you know, if I'm taking off Saturday, then I have to work all day Sunday kind of thing. No, I um, can tell you don't play yeah. around. Um, so, you know, I, it's important to me that, you know, the actual website is resourceful um, and with that I provide opportunities to which is you know essentially my favorite thing about it is that I get to meet and provide exposure to local businesses um, of all different levels right so uh, we provide exposure and marketing opportunities to mostly local businesses we also do have um, a portion a very small portion of um, opportunities for national too. So we do we do kind of like a mixture of both. Talk about um, some of the big local business owners. I know you mentioned Delicious Orchards. That's yeah, yeah, we've been company. working a lot with Delicious Orchards. Um, I've worked with some of the private schools, CBA, which my husband went to. Um, RBC, Great private school. Um, uh, you know, some of the banks, Manasquan Bank I've worked with in the past. Um, shout out to Manasquan Bank. That's the second shout out Manasquan Bank's oh, gotten okay. the last couple of weeks. <laughs> um, and then even, you know, smaller boutiques, right? Clothing boutiques. I work with, um, you know, some uh, local realtors, one of which has become one of my best friends. Just I've actually met through Mammoth Moms and, you know, we kind of work together and she sponsors some What's stuff her for us. Stacy Donadio. She love her. <laughs> you need to meet Melina okay. Bradley. She's awesome. Great. Um, uh, Atlantic Highlands, she's an amazing woman. She works for Keller Williams. Okay. Um, her and her husband, he's in the Coast Guard. I think he's, I think he runs the local Coast Guard up there. Interesting. Um, but she's a, uh, I mean, wow, what an incredible mom. I mean, they're traveling all the time from the kids' gymnastics uh, and, yeah. and, and things that they're involved Showing with. Showing houses and, yeah. And, and she's, she's, she's at the upper end of the compensation in it. And wow. like, what a rock star mom and woman. Um, she's a client of mine and also a good friend. We're going to have her story on here soon. Very cool. Um, you should connect with her. Okay. 
Um, names, you know, rattle off some other businesses that you work with in Monmouth County people would be familiar with. Oh, gosh. Um, now they're like all coming to a blank. But, of course. Um, but uh, in the healthcare, you know, world, we work with, um, I've worked with Center State, which was actually just acquired by Atlantic Health. Um, I worked with lots of local pediatricians, dentists, um, Red Bank Orthodontics just signed on. Um, I have local, you know, nutritionists, 80 nutrition um, who is working with me, the Girl Scouts of the Jersey Shore. Um, they work with me pretty heavily. So, you know, it, it's it's kind of, you know, all, not all over the place, but it's it's very- it's business um, owners. Yeah, it's all business owners. Now, is this all capacities. women business owners, right? Cause, no, cause but, but a big portion, yes, depends. <laughs> but, but, but typically, right, if I, quickly think about moms of mammoth and I think about running ads it comes to mind you know this is just for women but it's not just for women it's not just for women I think it's for parents you know my my, my whole thing is we're, we're a resource website for busy parents in Monmouth County you know I, I know just from my just gauging my uh, my analytics that of where um, you know of who's following me and who's who's visiting my website is you know I think it's I think it's about 80% women but it, it varies you know each month to month but um, I do you know provide resources and I do have dads that reach out to me with questions and information um, and that's the nice thing about it right is my, you know parents that are moving here they'll message me you know who do I use as a pediatrician who you know who you know do you know a good realtor um, you know I need a pool you know installed like do you know anyone that's you know has a better reputation um, so it's become kind of larger than life where so let's just say I'm a business owner sure I want to run an ad with you what do those packages look like is it a monthly thing is it a yearly contract what are the costs associated uh, so there's a, a multitude of ways to work with me but I always say I'm very economical to work with in the grand scheme of things and, and compared comparatively speaking to you know the local newspapers and even um, you know, just other media outlets and publications, I am likely the cheapest to work with. Um, but it's, you know, I, I provide a lot of um, engagement and exposure for your business. So um, it's incredibly important to me that my campaigns are impactful because I want to do this, like, this is what I want to do. And small businesses, I mean, some of them, you know, may not be around forever, but a lot of them, you know, will, right? Most of them will. And I want to develop a rapport with local businesses and be, you know, a an outlet to provide, um, you know, a, a way to, to help them gain exposure and grow. Now I gotta um, press you a little bit more. What, what's sure. the cost? What's the cost? Oh, sorry, 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 yeah. Uh, so it, it, it ranges, um, you know, I have sponsorships for my events that, you know, are upwards of $6,000. And then I have, uh, you know, the-, the What about ad spend? Regular ads are, about 250 to $300 a month. So you can um, sign up with me annually uh, or um, quarterly. And, and I have a la carte options too. So you can do like one-off stuff, editorial, stuff like that. So talk about your events a little bit more. Sure. You're doing a lot of stuff at Bell Labs. Um, You've met Christine and, and Dave West. They're great people at the Fortis Agency. Yeah. Um, they love Bell Labs and the people who run it. I do too, yes. Yeah, um, and if people have not been to the Bell Labs building in Homedale, it is incredible. It is. It's really impressive. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like this monstrosity of a land, and they have everything going on. They have the VR goggles, golf, finance, private equity, restaurants, breweries going in there. 
I don't know if that's out there yet, so I won't say I which, not know that. <laughs> which brewery, but there is a brewery going in there. Oh, that's uh, great news. <laughs> so I, I've heard, and uh, it's a really impressive building. So talk a little bit about the events that you run. Yeah, so it's a you know been a nice partnership so far. I really love working with the team at Bell Works. Um, I, part of, I keep calling it Bell Labs. No, that's okay. <laughs> uh, so that's what we know it as, right, yeah. from growing up. Um, so I, part of, you know, my um, goal of 2021 as, as, you know, kicking off this new business venture that I had was to have my first event. And I was looking for a venue, you know, very similar to what Bell Works was. Bell, I actually live about five minutes down the street. Um, and it's been a nice partnership so far. We've had, my first event was a Mommy and Me Fair. It was actually on a Tuesday afternoon and I had like over 500 moms come and I was very excited. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And then I said, let's do it again. So we had a big holiday festival in December. How much uh, staff do you have helping you with that? No, or no, just, no, it's just me. <laughs> And what you're you're just facilitating and GCing the vendors you bring in. Yeah, and so you kind of curate like who the vendors are and who you know who's going to sponsor it. And that's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Yeah, um, but I kind of not, not not that I have it down to a science. This is only my third one that I'm having now next week. But um, yeah, you kind of just figure out. Like, I'm just saying, uh, I've run a lot of private events on the finance side of what mm -hmm. I do. Uh, at places like Charlie's and, and nice Love restaurants. Love Charlie's, so my favorite restaurant. Yeah, shout out to Charlie's Bay. <laughs> I can't wait till they open in Lincroft. It's so yeah, much closer. They are. To me. It's going to be a beautiful place. I've seen some pictures. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a lot of work. It's it's a lot of work inviting them. The the, the nice invitations, the the social media pump out of it, and then you know making sure that you deliver a good you know event and good experience for people. And the vent right, making the vendors happy is yeah but, you know is key. So the last event, we had almost 5,000 families attend. What um, was that called? What's that? What was that event called? Our holiday festival. And Our it was also meaning, at just mine. Bell Works? <laughs> uh, at Bell Works, yeah. So, um, so we're doing the similar format, spring festival next week. Um, same amount of people are registered. It's free to attend. It's open now to the public. Now is it all moms? No, it's families. Yeah, yeah, so families come. I mean, it is the mammoth moms, but it's on the weekend, so people bring their husbands and... Um, we're actually, <laughs> they decided to open the bar this time at Barbella. So he, um, the team at Bell Works said, I think the dads are going to want to mosey on over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll have the bar open, I think at two o'clock, I want to say. He said he's opening it. So one or two o'clock that day. Um, and, you know, food. And we have over 80 vendors coming. Um, we have a whole kid zone happening. And yeah, I'm excited. They got basketball courts there. Yeah, they got everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really, really, really cool. Yeah. So talk about the sponsorships. Sure. So I've done a lot, like I was telling you earlier, booster clubs, mm -hmm. um, you know, PBA, um, you know, Kids Cancer, Jason's Dreams for Kids, which is a, a Monmouth County-based uh, small kids cancer foundation. Uh, Dennis runs that. He does an amazing job. That's so nice. Yeah. He's um, a guy that y you should connect with. They okay. do amazing things. Um, what does the sponsorship packages look like? Give us a, a couple different cost ranges. So... Uh, uh, again, I'd say, you know, much more on the economical side to work with me related to sponsorships. We have um, right now, you know, for this particular event, they start at 625 for the base level and then upwards of around 625 get me? So that gets you a social media post on our social media, right, mm -hmm. dedicated to your business. And you can repurpose that for anything. It doesn't have to be related to the event in particular. Um, and then it also gets you a logo on our totes that we hand out and then logo on all the marketing of the event. Um, and you're, you're a sponsor of the event. Mm -hmm. And then um, 
There's different levels, you know, depending Give on. Give me a couple which, other levels and, and what would maybe come with that. Yeah. So Just for the guests that maybe want to sponsor sure. something. Yeah. Uh, so the next level would be um, you can, you know, insert marketing materials into the particular tote. So we have um, for this event, we have the first 300 moms that attend get a tote, right? And um, it's a reusable tote, which I think now is going to be so much more handy because we can't use plastic bags as of May, what, 5th or something like that? Yeah, we had that point <laughs> for a while now. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, reusable totes um, and marketing materials that are posted in it. And the nice thing about the sponsorships with Mammoth Moms is that you... Um, you're investing in the actual exposure from the event, but it also comes along with different marketing opportunities within our platform. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a double, you know, double whammy where you're, yeah. you know, you're getting the exposure there, but it's one day, right? Yeah. So yeah, you're, you know, it's it's impactful, but it's also impactful that it's residual too. So we can repurpose different the different levels of sponsorships for you know an editorial a blog post that's either written by me or you know your team on my website or banner ads or um you know just the different things that i offer throughout the platform so mm -hmm. um so what yeah what is your most valuable. what is your most popular sponsorship or like ad or ad uh it's our keeping it local package and that is um it's it's a comprehensive package and it actually um, I always say I become kind of a marketing arm of your business. So I'll work with you monthly and kind of, you know, check in, make sure that the campaign is going well, figure out, you know, if we, we need to change up the copy. Now, the, are you, you doing know. videos for these people? Yeah, you, I'll do reels. You're going do. into their business. <laughs> I do it all. You, you I took a hot yoga class then. the other day and I was taking picture. <laughs> I was like, what am I? No, but it was great. Um, but yeah, I do a lot. I, the, the moms want to see me and yeah. I think a lot of it. So I've been doing a lot more of that. I do a lot of reels now. Um, but yeah, we'll do, you know, I just want to make sure that it works. So if yeah. it's not working, then we figure out how to make it work, basically. Yeah, reels are great. I mean, again, we started with 200 followers and we quickly are, are up to almost 1,600 in, you know, a few months. And the reels, you know, 2,000, 5,000, 6,000, 8,000 views per clip that we put out on this podcast. It's like, that's a lot of exposure. Mm -hmm. And that's mainly local exposure. So yeah. reels are great. For business owners, you know, you may be a business owner, maybe you get 500 views, 400 views. To go on a page like yours, I think you have close to 12,000 followers, mm -hmm. and that's very organic. Um, a couple likes, a couple comments in there quickly. You know, what, what type of plays are your reels getting? Um, one of the most recent ones, we got about 5,000, you know, yeah. but it continues to climb. And, yeah. you know, they, they just continue to get that the algorithm however it works yeah, you know, you but that's keep huge up. for a local business owner yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh yes yeah oh yeah and it's so you know it's so nice to see that too i'll track you know how many followers they have when we post it and how many they end up with you know maybe three days later or something and a lot of the times it's you know 100 followers or you know 50 followers and that's a lot that's huge know? so i'm happy with 25 35 new followers each episode right and that's hey listen that's 35 new people hearing your quote-unquote elevator pitch yes. or you know hearing about what it is that you do and your specialty yeah what is your next event next week uh, next saturday yeah on and the 20 april 23rd and what's that called the mammoth mom spring festival and that's going to be at bell works as well at bell works yeah how many people are coming uh right now we have four thousand registered so four thousand yeah i mean for a local business owner if you're not saying that's where i want to be i know putting yeah. some sponsorship yeah we have some great sponsors so Oak Hill Academy, Delicious Orchards, New Jersey American Water, Budget Blinds, 
if I don't remember the rest of them, they're going to kill me now. <laughs> There's seven of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, great, great sponsors. So that's a, that's a lot of moms. Yeah. Moms are powerful. Moms are the CEO of their household. Yeah. Don't doubt it. <laughs> no, I, I, trust me, I do not doubt it. <laughs> that's why I was looking at a new concrete pad today. Mm -hmm. So where do you want to take this? You know, where, you know, as a mom who had, you know, a, a child young and you were determined to be successful and just in everything that you say, you embody success. I don't think that you would actually do well not working. No. Um, no, my lot. husband always says, he's like, I'm going to be retired and you're going to be like yeah. working, doing something. It's going to be opposite <laughs> your house. He's going to be like hanging out, watching baseball, playing golf, playing yeah. golf yep. and you're going to be out hustling because you enjoy it. I do. Well, you know, you say you want to live comfortable and you say you don't want to make millions. And I think sometimes people say that, um, but they sell themselves short and they limit it. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, because I might feel differently in a year from now yeah. or, you know, you get to certain levels or maybe you don't think that you're capable of it so you're going to discount that yeah. that it could even you know but that goes back possible. to how you were raised right? right oh for sure yeah without a doubt and i had many mentors tell me that like oh you know ryan because i live i try to live humbly mm -hmm. I, I drive humble cars and i bought you know my wife and i purchased a, a beautiful house that at the time i felt was a stretch and now i'm like well you know like maybe i can bump up to a million dollar home you know yeah uh but we we continue to stay here because we love it and we love point pleasant what is let's start with this what is the vision that you have for your family and get away from the moms and get away from adding value to the business owners because I know you want to and I know you are. Oh yeah. What do you want? What are you trying to accomplish as a business owner? So like you, I, well, I want, I want, so we, um, we live in Aberdeen, New Jersey. I would like to probably live like down here in the Manasquan area. I, to be honest, I don't want anything extravagant I want a nice colonial home that is charming and makes me happy when sounds I like home. a million dollars nowadays well, yeah, <laughs> probably is. Probably is. Um, that's really all I want but I also want to give my you know especially my daughter she's only seven you know I want to give her good school she, dish, yeah right? I mean she goes to you know a Catholic school now st. Ben's um, which is a great school and we're very happy with it um, she's a smart kid and I want to you know I don't want her to um, I want to afford her what she, I know she's capable of. So that's number one. Um, and I also want to... Talk about that a little bit more. Sure. Because I think for a lot of business owners, they don't get the credit. Sometimes it's like, well, they're just chasing money or no. they're just chasing Lambos or they're just chasing private jet rides. No. Talk about what you just said a little bit deeper. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think every parent wants more for their kids than they had when they had growing up and that's you know that's incredibly true you know my son actually said to me the other day we had to we were going to a, a funeral and he had to go buy you know clothes because he didn't have the clothes to wait at the funeral and he texted me and i said just send me it's like let me know how much it was he went to kohl's you know it was like 250 bucks or something yeah. and he's like i can't believe that it's like no big deal for you anymore because he knows like I struggled for a long time and he yeah. was like he said he was like I can't believe that this is like and not that I'm like just rolling in it yeah, but you know course. but I also it wasn't like a big deal um but I know that and he knows that and I you know I I'm very proud of myself that I showed him that like you know that I I'm not the same person that I was when you know he was born and that when I was 20 you know 22 because I could have stayed in that 
bartending life, and I could have, you know, just kept, you know, limiting myself into first what you are, I first, thought. First, I disagree. You are the same person. Well, you, but you know what I mean. The, what yeah. I was doing, yeah. what I was doing with my life, I think. But that person in you at the time said, "I'm not going to be the the stigma. I'm not going right. to be the single mom, or I'm not going to yeah, be that's true. the mom with a young kid and not now chase my dreams." Right. That was in you back then. So you didn't change. You just took action, and you know work takes time you know success takes time yeah, yeah um and that's what all business owners should recognize so you want to love a nice home be nice able home. to send your daughter to the a good school a if she school. wants to run with that yeah yeah um yeah i'd love to be able to send her if she can you know if she wants to go to trinity you know that i would love to afford that um in you'd love to get your husband a private membership to spring lake country club <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, we or Manasquan, which I think is better. We just joined the, the Cambridge Club around the block, but they don't have golf. But it is a beautiful club. It's a new, um, it's like a... What is the Cambridge Club? It's a social club that just opened. Well, not just. They've opened in a few years now. Is but it like a dinner club? Kind of. It's like a, yeah, kind of like a dinner club. But they have, it's a pool. They have four pools. It's gorgeous. It's very beautiful. It's in Aberdeen. I literally can walk there, which is why we joined. Oh, i never heard of it. That's yeah, cool. it's great. Um, so I'm considering having an event um, there, but we're in talks. I got, I'm trying to figure out the venue for the next event. So, um, But yeah, they're great, and we're very happy there so far. We should do a joint event. We should. We should. We should. You can bring the moms. I'll bring the dads. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I'm pretty we'll influential with the dads. All right. I'm pretty influential just, with the moms. <laughs> just give them some bourbon, some cigars. Yeah, we just need rosé. Yeah. yeah. We'll have Evan there shooting we'll some have film Evan. for us. <laughs> so we talked about a ton of business owners, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, towards the end of this, I like to ask a couple questions to give some nuggets out there. Um, a couple things I'd like to rattle off again. The single mom who's 19, 20, 21 years old, like, here's your hero. Here's oh, yeah. who you should look up to. Seriously, you're somebody here. This is about community. This is about small business owners. And I was the kid in the middle of the ocean with like a, a little life vest trying to say, someone just help me. I'm yeah. willing to work. I'm willing to chew through concrete. Yeah. And I say that over and over and over again. And I was. I was cold calling 100 to 150 business owners a day. You know how miserable that is? I do. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. But I was so eager to find success and to obtain a different lifestyle for myself. And I just wish there was more help. So for the single moms out there that are young, here, Kate is, is killing it. And, and you should connect with her, follow her Instagram and yes. you know have them reach out. I'm sure you're welcome to lend a hand if you have time. Yes, that is, oh, and I didn't mention that, but that is a big part of what I also want to do. I, I, with my events, I've had the opportunity to give back to local organizations. But that is part of my plan because I would love to, I, you know, there's a lot of great organizations within Monmouth County. It's another vertical you can um, run with. Yeah, no, even at this event coming up, we, we're running a diaper drive uh, through the Children's Resource Center of Monmouth County. And um, everyone that's attending, I hope they can bring diapers or gift cards for um, local families in need for, you know, who were just like me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was never, you know, I never, I had family and I didn't, you know, I was never so. But it was tight. It was it hard. Was, it was hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, diapers are expensive. You and grinded I remember, to make it happen. I made it happen. But I understand, for you know, not everyone, not everyone is like that, you know, and I understand people that are in a predicament where it's just how the heck are we going to buy, you know, diapers tonight and yeah. stuff happens. So It's expensive. I got a second one on the way, as I yeah. said earlier. And man, I, uh, I don't love that diaper cost. No. <laughs> so. If you were talking to, a, 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 and let's focus on the moms or the young moms or the women for a second, you were talking to a young woman business owner, what's the one thing you would have them focus on? 
a young mom business owner? Young, a young mom business owner oh. or a young woman business owner? Oh, um, I would not focus on, I mean, pay attention to what's happening around you. I get this question a lot because my role for director of sales, you know, sometimes I think moms get caught up in what other people are doing, competition, mm -hmm. feeling inferior, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, where they can't, you know, do certain thing because maybe they feel they're getting judged. You feel like getting judged, or like you can't, um, you can't, you know, you'll never get to, you know, I can't do that. I mean, there's, a, I'm saying a lot of different things, but I think the biggest thing is believe in yourself. And I know that's kind of cliche, but believe in yourself. But you got to work hard. Like, and you know, I've, I've nothing comes easy. Nothing comes easy, and I, I know without a doubt that all, you know, I mean, I hope you know, to God that, that, you know, nothing happens, but I know I'll be okay because I don't think anyone's going to work harder than me. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe, you know, there's handfuls of people that, you know, are working harder than different You got 4,000 people showing up at an event. I don't think, I don't think that national brands have conferences with that many people. Yeah. So if, you know, if you're working hard and you believe in what you're doing and you're providing value, that's another thing, right? And you're providing value. You have to believe in what you're doing, but believe in what you're doing and like be real about what yeah, it is. Value is an overused yeah. term, but if you're bringing real, real value, value genuine. Fireside is bringing value. That's right. why people want to come on. Right. It's bringing value right. and you're bringing value. Um, people then, are going to spend money. Yeah, you'll, you'll be okay and just keep working. But I think too, if you really love what you're doing, you know, it's true. You know, it doesn't feel like work. Sometimes it does. It's like, ugh, you know, I'd rather yeah, be, yeah. you know, in the of pool course. than, you know, writing this editorial right now. But in the grand scheme of things, would I be rather doing this or back in, you know, begging people to buy five cases of wine for me? Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So, you know. Pick would I rather be, you know, you know, digging a hole in 100 degree weather for 10 hours exactly. yeah. than, uh, you know, picking with the phone five more times and asking somebody, to do business with me, right. so I fully get it. We, we talked about a lot of business owners, but I, I wanna give specific shout outs to business owners that are close to your heart, okay, or you work with a lot, or you feel are doing awesome things or unique things, whatever it may be. Give us two people that come to your mind, and it could be you know woman or man. Two business owners, uh, Stacy Donadio, who I, I mentioned earlier, you know, we've become friends, but she... What brokerage does she work for? She is with EXP Realty. EXP, yeah. Uh, she is a mom of three boys. She works really hard, but I think, you know, there's so many realtors out there and, um, and they're all working hard. And I think I, what I've noticed about her is that she genuinely cares about her clients. And I've actually, meeting her, I met her through Mom's Moms. And coincidentally, she actually grew up in Hazlitt and her um, younger brother I knew growing up. Um, and I worked with her when I was trying to find the house that I live in now. And she would drop everything, you know, to come and meet me. And she, she just like went the extra mile. And I felt, you know, and I know this about her now, she'll lose deals, like just in the better, you know, and for just if it's better for her client. Right. Mm -hmm. um, she'll give up deals, you know, just for it's better for her client. And she's not like a cutthroat real estate yeah. person. And she genuinely cares about her clients. So I really believe in her. And that's why I love her so much. Um, and also another business who um, I work with pretty regularly, Mod 39. And they are two moms who 
Um, Mod or mom? Mod. Mod39. Mod. Two moms in the community who actually worked in the fashion world um, in like corporate fashion for a long time. Started their own business in also during COVID and built it um, in Monmouth County. So they sell local, um, well not local, but they sell clothing to, to mostly local moms. They have a retail store? They don't. It's actually all e-commerce. But um, cool. yeah, it's, it's growing and um, they've been clothing all the moms around town. No, COVID is, uh, in my opinion, it was a pandemic. Uh, I don't mean to offend people. It's just what I believe in. Yeah. Um, but shout out to being able to hang out with my son for the first year of his life. Um, I worked from home. My business increased 500% because I became more efficient. Wow. And to hear the stories about business being launched after business being launched, because they finally were able and they were forced to take a step back and say, man, I can go to the gym or I can take my kid to the bus stop. Or, you know, I, I've, I have some friends and moms who are clients that were commuting into the city or Connecticut from Jersey and they never picked their kid up from the bus stop and they never dropped their kid off to the bus stop. Um, and just those little things, you know, I sometimes become frustrated um, when I have busy mornings taking my son, but I'm blessed to be able to do that yep. because of the flexibility. I'm not punching a time clock somewhere and I have some sassy person looking over my shoulder. It's like, you were here at eight to five and they're going to tell the boss on me because, you know, they don't like me for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, I just love to hear all those stories that are coming out of COVID. So yeah, shout okay. out to those two moms launching the, uh, they have anything good that would look good on me? <laughs> maybe. maybe. I think they're maybe launching a men's collection. <laughs> Who knows? Probably. Tom and E2XL. <laughs> well, listen, Kate, uh, I think you're doing awesome things. I, I, I do not have people on that I do not want on. Uh, everybody who knows me knows that I'm pretty honest and open guy. And I look to do things with you in the future. I look to advertise with you um, now and in the future. And you know, keep going. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely.